find time to find yourself right here Trying to climb to the light in a time clips by So much fear and easier than ever To justify peace and now right now But don't you bow out just yet, my dear When it starts to make more sense to join Cause it just can't be done Easier to shrug your shoulders up Instead of stand for your freedom Cause you don't wanna stand there on your own Remember you're not alone Child of the heart You're not alone I've been here from the start And you're not alone Hello, I'm your host River Ann And this is Heart Sense Welcome to a podcast for aligning, strengthening, and opening our hearts to a frequency of love that heals ourselves and our planet. Thank you for being here. This song, Child of the Heart, is from musician Safe Gangadine from Sedona, Arizona. You can find his music online by going to safemusic.net. Safe is spelled S-A-I-T-H It's Valentine's week in the United States and I'm sending love to all of you. Today we're going to dive into romantic love and our sense of worthiness around it. Have you ever wondered why we hold on to people who focus on the negatives instead of the positives in a relationship? I'm guessing we've been living in that place for a long time. You know what they say about familiar? People choose it because it's what they know. They say it's comfortable, (laughs) even when it's not. Do you ever ask yourself, why do I love this person more than I'm loving myself? What's that about? For me, It's like the love is glued to some need representing an inside-out or upside-down version of this emotion. That part of us seeking a partner to validate our sense of self. But that self is always walking on eggshells, living in fear that things might not work out. Usually, when one person seeks to validate the luggage they're carrying from an old flame, and the other person is looking for love to catapult them into loving themselves more completely, I say, wow. (laughs) This is how relationships become elusive and complicated. So when a friend of mine said to me one day, and I'd hear from a love I hadn't gotten over again, only it would be a test, I wondered how I would respond. In the meantime, I received a message from my intuitive self that when the communication came in, it would be a test of how much I loved myself, not the person I was in love with. My future self was calling for a change if I wanted more in life. 
which meant I needed to acknowledge my worthiness to be loved more than I ever had. To put myself first before the other person or a compromising situation. It was a test of self-love. Romantic relationships are some of the most sensitive because we're on our own. No one else can do them for us. In reality, I believe what we're looking for is a loving relationship with ourselves. One that's so comforting and fulfilling. We don't need a romance to do this for us. So when our true partner arrives, they enhance our lives with joy and love that supports the person we've become. And as we do this work, potential partners flock to us like a magnet. Years ago, I received this message from Spirit that was quite eye-opening for me. It was, if you stop rescuing others, you will attract someone in your own frequency. I laughed at the truth of this statement because it clearly defined my pattern. The act of rescuing is not always about assisting others. It can also serve to validate our self-worth. People tend to place responsibility for their emotional needs on others. It's an inner codependency most of us learned growing up. We live with the expectation that if we are truly loved, others will show up to support and embrace us with whatever we need. And sometimes they do. However, if we had a healthy, loving relationship with ourselves, when life throws us a curve, we draw from our own sacred well first, instead of sending out a desperate call for help. We look within, gathering the resources we need from self-love and probably attract the support we desire from others much sooner. I'm not referring to catastrophic situations. It's the everyday drama, trauma, we all create with our attachments to other people. Especially those not aligned with our frequency. Yet for some reason we seek them out because they represent places in our own lives we still need to strengthen. Choosing to stay planted in need and desire or a past that didn't work out is choosing to stay frozen in an unhealed version of self. It's the ego's way of holding us hostage so we default to feeling we're not enough. 
Sometimes, I admit, we're blinded by rejection or how others see us. When our higher self is inquiring, what's so attractive about this behavior that you're allowing it to determine how you feel about yourself? Why is it so difficult to give up the criticism or image others may have of us? How is it that we allow these influences to affect our self-esteem? I sense it's part of an unconscious unworthiness that's accumulated throughout our lives. Whether from childhood, adolescence, or adulthood. It's a secret from ourselves. It affects everyone regardless of class, gender, or culture. But sooner or later, it reveals itself for us to heal. When we're living in an old version of self that hasn't been updated, it's like an antiquated operating program on a computer. You know when you fail to download those updates? What happens? The computer stops working efficiently. It's like trying to play a CD in a vehicle with only an MP3 player. There's a direct correlation here with our worthiness. It's important to know ourselves well because we need to choose an operating system that will allow us to move all the data of our lives into a better version of ourselves. One where we can experience an appreciation for where we've been and allow for much more expansion. My recipe is to love every version of yourself and the rewrites. But go with the one that gives you the most freedom to explore and revise the journey. Instead of defaulting to the blame game or becoming a victim. Because those old versions of self with an incapacity to thrive are ready to be checked at the door. They'll hold us back as long as we allow them to. But they can be helpful reminders to respond compassionately to ourselves and others if we value all experiences. There's an art to allowing relationships to come to fruition. It's a duo called acceptance and accountability. When we allow people to show up just as they are, without expecting them to fit into a structure of what we think will fulfill us, our experiences with them reveal the gifts they're bringing us. And they're exactly what we need to grow into who we desire to be.
As we accept accountability for our choices, reactions, and responses to these predestined meetings with others, we allow whatever is in our best interest to unfold. We stop judging, criticizing, and focusing on the things that aren't a match. Gratefully witnessing the true purpose of our time together. This practice allows us to accept what is without diminishing our self-worth. We awaken to aspects of ourselves needing to be acknowledged or reprogrammed. If we harness our expectations and stop believing we can change a person, we realize the experiences we share are intended only to be revelations. And we open ourselves to receiving a new script, a storyline where we are the master of our future. Trust that everything is part of the journey into wholeness. Stop believing that, even for a minute, that you're not worthy. That you need that old version of yourself because we don't. This is what I say to myself now regarding my attachments to another person. Why do I love you? Because you're a part of me. A part I will always be grateful for. Because you showed me what I needed to change, and how unloved I really felt. My suffering was only because I believed I wasn't enough. Now I know the truth. And if I stop listening to the echoes of the past and know they're only echoes, I uplift my reality. I know this is difficult, friends, but it's time to recognize that change begins internally. No relationship except the one with ourselves will completely satisfy us. The work is done in our personal workshop. Like Geppetto, the woodcarver who wanted a real boy, we are all in discovery, seeking to know ourselves better, longing for what we feel depleted or void of. We began with a prototype of self, but if we're doing our personal work, we eventually learn how to give ourselves what we need, like compliments. The recognition doesn't have to come from others. Recognize yourself. What happened to the puppet Pinocchio when he stopped telling lies? He becomes a real boy. We open our unlimited potential. 
And from that place is birthed the remembrance of who we are and the miracle of unconditional self-love reveals itself to us. When we stop sleepwalking and wake up, we claim our abundance in every aspect of our lives, from love and prosperity to wholeness. The magic is inside of us. Remember also there is a male and female side to each of us. Be patient with the side that needs to strengthen itself the most. Allow this part to bond with the other. The duality reveals a universe in harmony. So today, I challenge you to rise from the ashes of self-created limitations. The voice within you will guide and love you all the way home if you listen. Because when we no longer fear suffering, the drama ends. And in the silence, we receive the answers we're looking for. The peace we've been seeking. Allow the creative force within to show you the unimaginable. Understand that your experiences are not misdirected. Each one is adding value to your life. And we don't have to repeat the hard parts. Synchronized events begin to come together like a waterfall, cascading over the cliffs of what we thought were hardships. As our divine nature emerges, we experience a magnificent relationship with ourselves. We remember who we are in relation to one another. A romance or frequency of consciousness and love, experiencing every aspect of life in an intelligent universe that's always supporting us. It's taken me a while to lift the fog in my own life. Knowing that we create the weather is a big factor in changing the course. If we're swimming in unworthiness, we create the storm, tornado, and earthquakes flooding our lives with drama. What may sound like a foghorn is really a sign you're being supported. So let go of expectations and resistance to what is. The if-onlys are just nightmares to wake us up from choosing repetition, signaling a change is coming if we ask for guidance. 
What a big moment this was for me. I stand in gratitude today for the messages I've received about self-love, the wake-up call. And I ask myself, how did I miss them for so long? So ask yourself the big questions and listen. When we're ready to know, the messages come in like epiphanies. Opening our hearts to information that we had all along. As we embrace our worthiness, our lives become abundantly rich. Because we realize love has always been present. If you've enjoyed or been inspired by this episode, please do two things for me. Share this podcast with those you love and check out the generous sponsors supporting HeartSense. I've handpicked each of them for their professional services, products, integrity, and conscious alignment to joy, healing, and well-being. And please let them know that you heard about them on HeartSense. Today's sponsor funding was provided by Skinplicity of Sedona. Maintaining our skin's beauty can be relatively painless with new RF light technologies and laser treatments. Skinplicity offers non-invasive, effective alternatives for rejuvenating the body without invasive surgery. It's also less expensive. Choose from a selection of facial treatments, skin tightening, hair removal, cellulite reduction, vaginal rejuvenation, and more. These modalities empower our bodies to manage the aging process by stimulating the production of collagen and enhancing circulation. I've experienced some of these treatments and they're absolutely fabulous. For more information, visit SkinplicityOfSedona.com or call 928-514-6120. As always, I appreciate your time and support. If you'd like to become a sponsor, partner, donate to the production of HeartSense, or share your feedback or story with me, I'd love to hear from you. Email me at ourheartsense, the number two, at gmail.com. I also welcome your reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. So if you'd like to encourage others to listen to HeartSense, please take a moment and do that. It's my hope that these episodes bring more light to your heart, more vision to your life, and facilitate more healing in the world. This is River Ann, 
Thanks for listening. Followed by enough falling bombs, enough to make every ounce of heart and hope die. In humanity, we've been hanging on, but that people can't seem to rise to the occasion yet. But we're still not one nation yet. Uh-uh. Ain't no corner, corner of the earth anymore where we're not all together. Ain't no border wall that's tall enough to keep out that weather. And you don't want to turn your heart to stone. Remember, you're not alone. Child of the heart, you're not alone. I've been here from the start, and you're not alone.